0: Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Hi
1: folks, this is Shane Larry. You're listening to Mark and Ken on Keaulagas Crack. As
2: an eye Sing the broad Atlantic once more. He wished to roam, and as he was leaving his mother, while standing on the quay, he threw his arms around her waist, and these are the words she did say: A mother's love's a blessing. No matter where you roam, Keep her while she's living You'll miss her when she's gone Love her in childhood Though feeble, old and gray Cause you'll never miss your mother's love Till she's buried beneath the clay And as the years go onward, I'll settle down in life. And I'll choose a nice young Connie, and take her for my wife. And as the kids grow older, and play around my knee, I'll teach them the very same lesson that... My mother, she talked to me A mother's love is a blessing No matter where you roam Keep her while she's living You'll miss her when she's gone Love her as in childhood Your mom is
3: long till she's buried beneath the clay. Good man. Very good. You're very welcome to Keologus Crack. July the 28th. We're almost through July, Mark. Last show of July, pal. Unbelievable. She's flying, she's flying. Another beautiful summer's Saturday morning here in the city of Toronto. Oh, we're having lovely weather. Thanks for joining us for the show today. And that was Brendan Shine there and a little mother's song there. Can huh? Never have too much Brendan Shine, Kenny. Can Can't, no. And I want to throw that out now to Retta O'Connor and her mammy, Millie Dara, who's turning 100 today. It's hokey. Isn't that something? Born in 1918. Oh How about that? God. Huh? Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. going to dedicate the show to Millie because that is well, some milestone today. Yeah, and, I would. Uh, her people came out from Leitrim and Donegal. Millie was actually born here in Canada, but has been uh, dedicated to the Irish cause Professor. all her life, and Word. Retta continues that on as well. So I hope they have a great day and night tonight, well, and, a, and, and a
4: great hour now to come. And right, a great From hour, to 12, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff.
3: Enjoy that now.
4: Well, I was coming over in the car, Ken, and um, we had uh, John Horn in here um, a little while ago, the president of um, of the GAA. Yes, indeed. And, uh, I guess he was on the. I want to say he was on the hot stove a little bit there mm-hmm. um but uh looks like the GAA have uh, made a decision they they did a press release uh this morning or they met this morning and um they've allowed the uh, Lee Miller event to go and take place at Park Quive, which Smart is uh, the right the right decision um there weren't too many people on the uh and the I suppose um uh, defensive end of that uh, i suppose rules are rules and uh, but they, they seem like they've they've come to a compromise where they're not in fact breaking any rules in the GAA, but um it does leave uh, leave the interpretation of the rule open for debate so i think this will hit the the claw or the agenda then in wexford uh, um at the at congress this year or next year so but anyway it's great a great decision i'm glad it's been made that way um, but, um, you know, he w- one one fellow made a very interesting argument. He said, what happens if, you know, for example, Sligo Rovers and Cork City are playing in a big uh, soccer game and the capacity at Park Cueve, you know, is actually greater than, um, yes. you know, any of the other facilities and it has to be either a home or away game that you know, this opens the door for something like that to happen. But I don't think it does, because that's a little bit different. That's not a charity Ari, yeah, event. Yeah, I
3: think so. Yeah, I think this is uh, an exception. I'm delighted with their decision. And, um, yeah, I think that's that's something different, right? It is uh, it is a Gaelic round, and that's, that's it. But yeah, yeah. to accommodate a charity event and somebody in the community, which the GA is all about, it's a community event Whereas I not agree. playing. Uh, well, the chances of Sligo Rovers has been in an important match anyway is slim to none. Yeah, but well, so it's a bad the example there. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think, you know, if that's that's kind of outside it. Yeah, you know, like yeah. That's somebody just really grasping, isn't it?
4: It uh, is, yeah. And I mean, a lot of the GA centers as well are used for, you know, other events as yes, well. Yeah, I mean, a lot yeah. of people made that argument you're talking about. You're talking about a pitch at the end of the day versus Mm -hmm. a community center. So uh, there's arguments on both sides. There there is. Some of the traditionalists are are not necessarily in favor of it, but I'm just glad, glad everybody saw the light here on this one and, you know, unfortunately for the family, they get embroiled in it as well. Yeah, of it course, was a bit yeah. disappointing. But um, anyway, God bless him, I've taken way too young, and I'm glad that they're able to do something for him, and that the GA are actually now playing a role in it. So it's lovely. Ah, uh, yeah,
3: no, no yeah. doubt about it. Very and it's good. A, it is a busy day in GA sports, isn't
4: it? Big one today, yeah. In uh, in Croker, well, there's a, a minor hurling game going on right now, and the second half is, I think, halfway through it. And I, mm-hmm. I was just listening, and I think that Galway have a four-point lead over Dublin in the hurling. Last time I checked, I will keep you updated on that one. That one will finish in about 20 minutes and um, in less than an hour in about 50 minutes actually Galway take on Clare Kenny in the All-Ireland hurling semi-final. Yes. Who do you like? Ah, uh, Galway. You're going for Galway? Ah, uh, I have to yeah. go for Galway, yeah. They'd be favourites but Best um, team I wouldn't right rule out... Uh,
3: but no, but you never know, right? Yeah. Clare seemed to be up for it. Claire I think
4: There's they will no be. Doubt, I know? think they
3: will be. So I don't think Galway will have it all their own way today but they should uh, see it through it's all right. It's kind of, you know, the old cliche but I mean if Galway do have a bad day then. It's clearest to be taken, yeah. right? Yeah. But if golf oh, were on form, I don't think there's any stopping them there. So absolutely, it'll be good.
4: And um, <clears throat> of course, there's a bit of golf going on, and we have a few Irish men in town here. Yes, indeed. Um, every one of them made the cut, except for Seamus Power, but uh, Shane Lowry. Um, T'es off at, um, I think he's off at 11.45 today. Right. He's playing with Tommy Fleetwood. So if you wanted to get down to Glen Abbey, that wouldn't be a, a bad twosome to be following. He shot a 67 yesterday, so he's at seven under par. Six
3: off the lead. Dig your awfully jersey out. Go yep. down there.
4: I, um, Go around. I, I got a couple of tickets for it, and um, one of the lads from the Toronto Gales, uh, Shane... Um, Went down to it. Oh, uh, did he? Shane Waters, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he Shane, wore his yes. Toronto Gales jersey. And uh, did uh, Shane, spot Shane came up to him and said, "What's where's that jersey from?" So, oh, anyway, very good. Yeah. So at least he, uh, acknowledged, he acknowledged that. It anyway. oh, <laughs> he acknowledged that's great. Oh, yeah. well, good. So there you go. And um, uh, Graham McDowell is on the course right now. He's uh, two under par today, so oh, he's good. got it up to seven under as well. Uh, so it'll be nice to see the Irish fellows uh, challenge there.
3: Absolutely, uh, yeah. And uh, a big announcement out of Ireland. Eamon Dumphy announced his retirement. Wow. Forty years on the <laughs> box and he has announced it. He's done. The World Cup was his last thing. So man oh man, we grew up with him on we the did. telly.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean I, he was I have to say when I when I was growing up I, I didn't like him and mm-hmm. it was only until I got a little bit older that I kinda liked him. Did like, you? I <laughs> did, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't stomach him when I was when yeah. I was young listening to him because I think I just didn't like hearing him, you know, beat down players that I really liked, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, well, listen, he's a legend, right? Legend, um, yeah. Carved out a wonderful career doing what he did, just he being, certainly did, yeah, just being in people's face and uh, being a critic and. You know, not uh, you know, not necessarily going with the flow, right?
3: That's right, and yeah.
4: uh I thought they complemented each other very well, himself and Johnny Giles. That
3: yes, yeah. Those would be tough shoes to fill now with those lads going, right? yeah, but there's a bunch of young fellas that they've been bringing yeah. in there. I mean, yeah. Giles, he retired from us, what, last year, I think, yeah. and uh, now Eamon, so it's all, all Damian new Damien Duff. Duffer and uh, Dunn and Richard Dunn <laughs> and <laughs> is in there. So, yeah, yeah Kenny that's Cunningham. Harry, that's yeah, it's all crazy. good. In the uh, Tour de France, gonna all end up this weekend. Tomorrow, I guess is the is the big uh, the big day. Yeah, uh, a week from now I'll be in Paris. So thank goodness I wasn't arriving in this weekend. it would be mayhem down there. <laughs> but uh, Dan Martin, the Irish rider, is sitting eighth overall. So yeah. that's not too bad. A top a ten finish choice. would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, a top ten
4: finish would be great. He uh, he was second in one of the um, in one of the I think it was on Wednesday's um, stage. So he came second in that, which had a sixteen kilometer climb there at the end, Ken and. Uh, Oh, I've never seen anything like it.
3: It's right, like yeah.
4: He had the mouth open for 16 that's amazing, kilometers isn't it? going up this hill. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Anyway, just savage, yeah. If anyone's done biking at all. Oh, yeah, you know what that is. Yeah. Just, uh, it's I love going feat. down the hills. Yeah, I'm far more suited to that. <laughs> the tears coming out <laughs> of your go eyes really you're fast down. Yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. And um, we have a call in today as well. Yep. We're supposed to anyway. One of the members of Wee Banjo 3 from Galway, Enda, Enda Scattle, will be calling in at around uh, half-eleven or so, so stay tuned for that. They have a new album out called Haven, and they're on tour. They arrived into America last night. Brilliant. And they were at a festival down there, and they're in on their way to Dayton, Ohio, right now. So that's where we get call in from uh, end of there. And I want to thank Carolyn McAnulty for organizing all of that for us. Very good. So, uh, anyway, we get on with a wee bit of music here, and... Uh, I mean, if you're talking about someone coming from Leitrim or Donegal, you'd have to be playing Lovely Leitrim for them, wouldn't you? Ah, yeah.
5: Last night I had a pleasant dream. I woke up with a smile. I dreamt that I was back again in dear old Darren's Isle. I thought I saw Lock Allen's bands in the valleys down below. It was my, my lovely leash from where the shannon waters flow. I stood enchanted by the scene of grandeur and light. I hated it all. As she moored That fairy hill Where flowers wildly grow And I it's saw The grave of McCool Where the shadow walls flow The next I saw Was Fain a town With her ancient And walls Where the preaching Of her re echoes through her heart I stood with reverence on the spot reluctant far to go From the town of saints and sages Square the shadow walls slow I have traveled far through these great lands from the east on too. But of all the islands I have seen I love my own the best And if ever I return again There's one place I will go It will be to lovely little When the shaman waters flow
3: Oh, there you go, Larry Cunningham. We haven't had Larry on in a while, so lovely lead from Larry and lovely lead from there. As I said off the top of the show, that's going out to Millie Dara, who turns a hundred today. All right, we'll uh, get into a wee bit of a commercial, and we'll come back with the news from Ireland. <laughs>
0: atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562.
3: All right, it's time to get off to Ottawa and get the news from Desmond DeVoy. Good morning, Desmond.
6: Good morning. Thank you very much for that, Ken and Mark. You guys sound great this morning. And good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. They're the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Till death do us part. For an Irish couple celebrating their honeymoon in Greece this week, those words, still fresh in their minds, took on a tragic, poignant sting this week. Irishman Brian O'Callaghan Westrop, originally from County Clare, was killed in wildfires that have killed more than 70 people in Greece this week. His newlywed wife, Zoe Holohan, from Dublin, was reportedly still in hospital today after suffering burns to her head and hands. The couple were traveling in a vehicle when they were forced to flee the raging fire in the town of Matty, east of Athens. Holohan escaped to a nearby beach, but her husband was not so lucky. O'Callaghan Westrop worked for a catering company in Dublin and was a volunteer for Blood Bikes East, which provides emergency medical transportation to Dublin area hospitals. Meanwhile, another Irish couple were lucky to escape from the flames of their lives. The Irish Daily Mirror reports that Sean Davis, 21, from Finglas, County Dublin, was on his first ever vacation with his girlfriend Chloe Segu, 19, from Cahar Savine, County Kerry. They were also in Matty when fires began to rage in the mountains about their hotel. We walked outside and there were people screaming everywhere and panicking, Chloe told the Irish independent. The fire was coming down the mountain towards them, so the couple ran for the beach. We ran for our lives towards the water, she said. They watched as the fires destroyed an apartment building but did not touch their hotel. The couple huddled on the beach with other vacationers from 6 p.m. to about 1 a.m. with fires surrounding their hotel. At 2 a.m., emergency services told them the route was clear and they could return to their hotel. More tragic news involving another Irish cat abroad, but instead of the sunny islands of Greece, an Irish university student met her tragic end on Saskatchewan's Highway 21, near Maidstone earlier this month. The Irish Sun reports that Megan Miller, 21, from Malahide, County Dublin, was killed in a single vehicle rollover over on July 18th, though news of her death was not widely reported until last weekend. Miller was a third-year animal science student who was taking part in a work placement on the prairies as part of her degree at University College Dublin. She was a past pupil at Malahide Community School and used to work at the Kilronan Equestrian Centre in Swords. The Saskatoon star Phoenix reports that she was found dead at the scene at about 10.30 a.m. that morning. Well, with all this sad news, we wanted to end this portion of the news with a happier story from the Belfast telegraph and how a cabbie reunited an elderly lady with dementia with her family. The paper reports of the Police Service of Northern Ireland Detachment in Foyle, County Derry, posted a story on Facebook this past Sunday about an elderly lady getting into a cab during Dairy City's Maritime Festival. However, she had dementia and had no idea how to get home. The driver drove her around for a bit, hoping to jog her memory, but with no luck, before taking her to the police. There, they were able to get a hold of the woman's daughter thanks in part to dementia training officers had received. The cabbie then drove the woman to her Sunday lunch with her daughter. The spokesperson for the PSNI added in the online post that when it was posted how much when it was put to the cabby how much income he had lost on the call the cabbie quote dismissed me instantly saying that he couldn't consider leaving her and that he hoped that someone would treat his own mother the same way well now it's time for our weekly news local ma- local news matters segment featuring counties in the province of leinster we start off with Mark's home county of Leash and the Leash Nationalist reporting that the county hosted Ireland's first-ever gender-balanced festival on July, from July 20th to 21st at Cullohill Castle. The shows featured an equal number of male and female singers, performers, and comedians over two evenings. During the day, along with other festivities, the castle hosted the first-ever National Porridge Championships. Paddy O'Connell, owner of Paddy O's Cereals, came up with the idea for the Irish Championships, after representing Ireland at the World Porch Championships in Scotland last year. There there were 17 competitors from all over Ireland who took part. Meanwhile, the Longford Leader reports that local politicians were disappointed with the new Hidden Heartland TV commercials from Fulcher Ireland, which saw Longford so well-hidden it was out of the frame entirely. Councillor Peggy Nolan told a county council meeting that when she saw the ad on television, Leitram got shot, as did Roscommon and Westmead, but Longford was left out of the frame entirely. And in another story, two girls from County Carlo got to live every little girl's dream of meeting a real princess when Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, were in Dublin earlier this month. The Carlow Nationalist reports that best friends Sophie Maher, 11, from Gary Hill, and Emma Bowden, 10, from Carlowtown, shook hands with Meghan at Trinity College Dublin on July 11th enjoying their Grace Kelly moment. They gave the former actress a postcard telling her that they loved her style and wishing the couple a happy holiday in Ireland. It was so cool, but it happened so quickly that it almost didn't feel real, said Sophie. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus' year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin. Smartflies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.aerlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with a gang at Keolica's Crack. So on the next books folks, Slon Go Foil.
7: sitting at a lonely bar in an unfamiliar town Missing words of songs I heard but never wrote them down Thinking of the folks at home, I promised I'd be back Told them they do not know I'm gone I'm just here for the crack Away Our people have been leaving now for centuries before Trying to find a better life upon a foreign shore Now it's us, a generation forced to do the same Building dreams with bricks and beams Exports once again Transfer home to here To reminisce of those I miss Has often brought a tear But friends I've met along this road And made me finally see No more I'm stray, I'm here to stay Happy now to be Away
3: great stuff Uh, home away from home there and that is uh, Vernon Kelly friends of the radio show of course
4: good man there we go nice one well listen um, the Galway Dublin minor game is over Ken and uh, ended up um, 3 goals and 22 points to Galway and 16 points to Dublin so ended up being quite a convincing win so congratulations to the Galway minors they are into the All-Ireland hurling final and their seniors will take the field uh, very soon as well Graham McDowell is two under so far. He's got go to through seven holes, so he's up to seven under par. And um, also, um, just in terms of uh, GAA locally here, Ken, um, it all kicks off at one o'clock today. Uh, the uh, Roger Casements uh, take on Durham in the first game. That's in the Senior Ladies Championship. That's at one o'clock. After that, it's the Men's uh, Championship. St Pat's taking on Durham. And then uh, in the game after that, it is the Toronto Gales taking on Saint Mike's. That's at four o'clock. That's a game between the top two teams there. And then there's a hurling game at five thirty between Clanagail and Napiershig. So it's all uh, it's all going it's all going, going well out there at the park. And the last weekend, it was the uh, Toronto Gales uh, beating Durham. I believe they beat them by four or five points in the end. And uh, Vincent beat Saint Pat's in the uh, in the other uh, men's game. And the St. Mike's ladies beat St. Pat's as well last week. So, anyway, get out there and get your fill of Gaelic games at the park. That uh, Toronto Gales Mike's game, they're both unbeaten in the round robin. So, that should be a cracker of a game there. And, um, you know, I think the Pat's lads will put it up to Durham as well today. So. Anyway, should be uh, get out and then get out and watch an old hurling game at 5.30. Sure, why not? Why not? Some fantastic right. hurlers in the city, just and so you know. a
3: gorgeous day as well, so get out yeah. there and enjoy the weather. And I see that uh, you were talking about the golf there. Rory McIlroy has become the new record European tour earner. He is now top of the list at over €35 million. Euro, and uh, he now surpasses uh, Lee Westwood who uh, had that honour at 34 million. And then there's uh, Ells and Stenson in that top four group there. And Katie Taylor is uh, fighting tonight. She's 9-0 right now, and she's in London to defend her WBA and IBF World Lightweight titles. And she's fighting an American girl there called Kimberly Connor. And that's on Sky Sports, if you want to catch that a little bit later on tonight. Good man. All right, so there you go. Okay, well, we uh, should have uh, Enda calling in from Wee Banjo 3. Yeah. If anybody uh, wants to know about them, they're uh, two sets of brothers Enda and Fergal Scaho and Martin and David Howley. So, why don't we hear a track from them and we'll uh, then hopefully have Enda on the line? Here's a track called Happiness. That was the High Kings there, and uh, not We Banjo 3 with a song called <laughs> Happiness. I, uh, I pressed the wrong button How many points last night, Kenny? Uh, I might have had uh, an extra glass of wine. Huh? <laughs> anyway, there's a fellow with a wedding coming up in uh, not too uh, distant future, so we'll throw that one out to uh, you, Marco. And you. Uh, we do have Enda Scathell on the line. You're very welcome to the show, Enda, and uh, apologies for that, but as we were chatting there, I realized that it was the High Kings, but you say you know the lads anyway.
8: Oh, we do, yeah. There's, a, there's a, a small circuit out here of bands, and we're all a, like a big family touring around America during the summer, so we, we see each other almost every weekend.
3: Uh, that's great. Well, listen, uh, we're delighted to have you on the show, and we're delighted to see that you're actually coming to Toronto this time. Hugh's Room is yeah. a great spot yeah. altogether, and uh, we're, we'll be looking forward to, to hearing your sound in there. You, you arrived yeah, we're, in... We're, go on ahead.
8: Yeah, we're, we're, we're excited to come up. It'll be our first time to do shows in uh, the Toronto area. Uh, we're in Hughes Room, and then the following night we're going up to Keene, Ontario, to a festival that Natalie McMaster is running. Oh, lovely. Uh, oh, very good. Folk. So we'll be up there for two nights.
4: Well, I'm delighted to tell you now. You mightn't got this news yet, but uh, your hurlers, your minor hurlers, are into the All Ireland uh, final. So I'll give you that as Galway men, you can all cheer in the car <laughs> for that. So uh,
8: well, we're we yeah, uh, we're all set up with the streamings, so we're going to watch the match. Uh, oh, the hokey Galway versus Clare, yeah. At, uh, at well, I guess it's twelve o'clock. Uh,
4: Good man, except,
8: Eastern time.
3: Except yeah. the driver, right?
8: Well, you well you keep an eye on it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one eye on the road, one eye on the screen. Nothing better. <laughs> That's brilliant, and you're out to promote your uh, new album, obviously, uh, around the uh, the US and Canada, Haven, and uh, you had an interesting, I was reading, you had an interesting way of uh, funding for that, maybe give the folks a, a listen in to how you came up with that.
8: Sure, yeah, so we, we ran a Pledge Music campaign, so it's a bit like Kickstarter, except it's just specifically for music, and uh, we launched it, and we were fully funded in 18 hours, which was ridiculous, wow. so... The Pledge Music kind of emailed us and said, do you want to extend this? And we were like, sure. So we doubled the amount and we filled that in 24 hours. That's and then brilliant. we just it just ran on then until we finished the album. So we were blown away with the support. I mean, you know, we knew we had fans over in the U.S., I guess mostly where a lot of the Pledge Music came from. But uh, we, we were really stunned at how fast uh, we put it all together.
3: It's amazing, the old technology now, isn't it? You can you can do that and, and get funding like that you know so quickly and then get on with the important stuff you know for yourselves right
8: yeah it's it's amazing I mean people love to buy into the you know they kind of get in into the project right from the start and there's loads of updates so as we're writing stuff and in the studio and coming up with ideas and you know even titles and different merch items that should be putting together for the album people like to be involved in the process right from the start mm. and uh yeah, it was really, it's been hugely
3: successful, yeah. Very good. And folks on the line, we do have Enda Scall. He's one of the members of We Banjo 3 from Galway. Enda and his brother Fergal and Martin and David Howley are the members of the band. And they're uh, out on tour here in North America. What's your influences in music there, Enda?
8: Well, we all grew up in Galway in the west of Ireland and we, we literally grew up 15 miles away from each other, and we played, played Irish music right from, from day one, um, and, and would have grown up playing traditional Irish music. Me personally, I'm the banjo player in the band, so I would have listened to a lot of Jerry O'Connor, Stockton's Wing. so there was already bringing that kind of uh, American influence into their music, which kind of uh, captured my attention, and then when I started playing out in the U.S., you know kind of way back in 2001 um i uh i just started to hear bluegrass music and uh i i loved it and it just was like the sound of the banjo was at home in in bluegrass music and irish music and with the two coming together just seemed to make huge sense and uh, the two holly brothers their dad is a country singer so you know he kind of does the pubs around their local area and uh so they would have been listening to Johnny Cash and uh, Garrett Brooks and all that stuff growing up as well. So it was a big, b- a big mix that like has come together nicely for us.
3: Right, very good. It's uh, Your music is described as Celtgrass. Is that, uh, <laughs> that kind of new, is it? or?
8: Well, it that was, a, it was a, one of the big uh, folk roots magazines in, in the UK, coined the term as kind of a mix of Celtic music and bluegrass music, Celtgrass. And it, it, it stuck, I suppose, it. what we did needed a... A description of its own because it wasn't Irish and it's definitely not bluegrass, uh, you know, in either of the, the the pure senses, and it was very much a, a, an amalgam of both. So Kelsgrass has caught on uh, apparently, and uh, so there's a few few bands are using it now.
3: Oh, that's uh, brilliant. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. And you've uh, you've played in front of President Barack Obama before. How yeah, was that experience?
8: Oh, that was wonderful. It was wonderful. We were on the plane on the way out to go on tour. And uh, my brother Ferdel, uh was on Wi-Fi on the plane, and he comes running up and he just hands me the phone and he says, "Here, look at this." And it was an email from the Irish Department of Foreign Affairs that, uh, "Are you free on this date? And if so, can you go to DC?" So we had to drive from Carlson, West Virginia, the night before, <laughs> oh, and then and then to Chicago the following night for a gig. So. It was <laughs> It wasn't it wasn't on our way. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was well worth it. Ah, oh, brilliant. Good. Yeah. Good stuff.
4: Good stuff. Well listen, we're looking forward to seeing you when you come. How how far out is your schedule uh planned at this stage? Um, in the, where where are you um like, do, you, yeah, do you know so, what you're doing for the rest of the year at this stage?
8: We do, yeah. This So this tour, this summer tour runs up until uh, Labor Day weekend. Yep. We finish up in Colorado and then we're back out on the 4th of October and we have a three-week run, which is mostly on the West Coast. And then we'll be we're home for a couple of months for winter and then we come back out around the third week in January and we tour right through until the end of March and we cover coast-to-coast US. So Currently we're, we're booked right up until kind of May of next year. And, Lovely. And uh, the rest of it, Yeah, it, you know. I, I mean, the, the American gigs, and particularly the the uh, art centres and that, they book out way, way out in advance. So, like, we already know a lot of what we're doing in 2019 and even into 2020, which is yeah. kind of bonkers. But good
3: That's, that is crazy.
4: You know, it's, I was just going to say, it was very interesting. I had an opportunity to play golf recently with, um, with the guitarist for the band Rush. Uh, his name oh, yeah? is Alex Lifeson. And I had a great old conversation with him about, you know, the the, the life of, um, you know, the life of a musician uh, these days. And, you know, and, you know, he mentioned to me is the only way that that they can make money now is through touring um, Mm -hmm. and not through the sale of, you know, sales of, you know, whatever it is, music, CDs, whatever, whatever it is. So he said that, you know the dependency on bands is to is to is to really so you will see he I mean from from his perspective he said you know for bands that haven't really broken through yet that you know the only way they're really going to survive is through you know um you know touring right so yeah, which I yeah. think is great for the consumer right so
8: it's it's great for the consumer and it, it is it's part it's part of that whole streaming and free music uh market that we have now yeah um you know you can stream We banjo 3's album probably 100,000 times, and it wouldn't be enough for us to live on. So uh, yeah. that's, just in, that's just the way that it is right now. And that's, that's why the big old rock bands from the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, they're back out touring as well.
4: That's right, yeah. Certainly
8: their their income streams have dried up. You know?
4: Yeah, yeah, interesting.
8: But there are, there are moves afoot to try and remedy that. There's a big thing going, going before the European Parliament in the next while to try and sort out the fact that what happened with the streaming community is that... The record labels manage to gather eighty to ninety percent of all the revenues and distribute that among just their
6: yeah. artists, right. and everybody
8: else gets, gets a tiny proportion. So, there there are moves both here in the US and and in Europe to try and rectify that, and that that would make a huge difference.
3: Ah, good, yeah. To be, yeah.
8: Uh, divided out evenly and
3: Hopefully rightly that so. will happen, rightly so. You yeah, write all yeah, your own yeah. music, Ender, right?
8: We, we ha, we ha, we for, on Haven, yeah, this is our first time to put the entire album together. Um, before that, we kind of were delving into the history of the journey of music, you know, in the Irish and American context, so kind of the influence of the banjo through old time and bluegrass and all of that kind of stuff. But right. what we moved into now is, yeah, completely self-written, which is kind of natural progression for the band, really.
3: Sure, congratulations on all that. Is there a particular theme that you've focused on with Haven?
8: Yeah, I think, you know, what we decided to do was to stay... Out of the political sphere and out of the... Because everything worldwide now is, is so um, kind of uh, crazy. Yes, <laughs> what's the better yeah, word?
3: Yeah.
8: Um, you know, and so divided that what we felt our role as musicians was that when people come to a concert, they're there to have a good time. They're there to have fun. And so yeah. uh, that's what we started. We, we decided we're just going to set our stall out and say, you come to a wee band three concert and we're just going to bring a lot of fun and a lot of energy and uh, we're going to keep it very upbeat, very positive and, and make it a kind of a, a safe place for people to come and hang out. And there's, you know, there's, kind of, there's no political statements, there's nothing like that. We don't feel that that's our role. And that's why we call the album Haven, because we said look, that music should be a place where people can go. Get away from everything else for a couple of hours. Uh, You know, they paid for a ticket. They don't want to hear news while they're on stage. They want to hear fun and a bit of laughter, you
3: know. That That, that was
8: the theme of the album.
3: Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Yeah, well done. Congratulations. We're going to play a track, uh, not particularly from Haven this time, but we will later on in the show. We're going to play the title track Haven. But this one's called Happiness. And a little background on that one, Enda?
8: Uh, this song is written by a wonderful songwriter in Galway called Noly Macdonald, and he has a band called the Hiloways which are well worth checking out. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, we, we, we heard Noly singing the song. We thought the theme, Happiness, was great fun. Uh, we heard it once and it was stuck in our heads and we figured out it was a good thing. Uh, we, we question that now from time to time.
6: <laughs>
8: <laughs> and, uh, we, and then we went and we shot a video for it, which is probably our most watched video. And it was all taken in one take in in Galway, uh, on the streets of Galway, with a whole load of different musical communities and theatre groups and everything uh, that took part in it. And it's just this huge, big kind of party atmosphere uh, downtown Galway. It's great.
3: Good man. Fantastic. It's a great town. One of my favourites in Ireland. And uh, look forward to uh, getting back there. And we look forward Mm -hmm. to seeing you in Toronto on the 23rd. And we'll uh, announce all those dates later. In that. Thanks a million for your Wonderful. time. We know you're uh, on the road there. And good luck to go with this afternoon.
8: Thanks very much, guys.
3: Cheers. Good luck. You. Bye. Bye.
1: Happiness is just around the corner. Because it rains and rains and rains and rains and rains and rains for days. You wake up one bright morning and all the rain has gone away. The sun is on the horizon. Happiness is just around the corner. whole wide world, the love out there, so don't be feeling sad All you have to do is think the best you've ever had Can only now get better Happiness is just around the corner Oh, happiness 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 is just around the corner Happiness, 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 happiness.
0: Way in Etobicoke. Call 416 251 0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms.
4: Ah, lovely. And we heard from Michael during the week and uh, at noon today, at the very end of this show. In fact, you might want to get into the car and head over because at noon, Galway are taking on Claire and he's shown that game. Tomorrow morning, uh, the minor game is, uh, is on as well. At 8.30 in the morning, uh, the Kilkenny Miners are taking on the Tipperary Miners. Uh, to see who will meet Galway in the final of the minor final. And then at 10.30, another cracker of a game between Cork and Limerick. Again, that's at 10.30 um, down at the Galway Arms uh, tomorrow morning. All right, so down there at noon to watch Galway and Clare. And um, Jack Bryan will be in there now. Jack's been over to my house a few times and helped me... uh, He's promised to break in the bar for me as well. A oh. bar in the basement. Yeah, he volunteered to do that.
3: Well, that's good of him.
4: And, uh, anyway, madman from Galway, and uh, he'll be in to watch that, I'm sure. Brilliant. So there you go.
3: Good stuff. And uh, have you a bit of music coming? No, we got the community calendar. Okay. Now arriving in Canada, Guinness Hop House 13, all the way from the Open Gate Brewery at St. James Gate in Dublin. Double hopped for a more flavorful lager, from the first sip to the crisp finish. Earning its name from the original Hop House 13 at St. James Gate. Available at select pubs and now arriving across Canada in 500ml cans. Guinness Hop House 13. More hops, more taste, more character. Indeed, yes, a lovely pint is what it is. All right, the Guinness Community Calendar of Events and there's a big send-off for Toronto's Rose of Tralee, Carly McGrath. She's heading off to Ireland and the send-off will be held at the Rose and Crown Pub at Young and Eglinton and that is tomorrow at 3 p.m. Everybody is welcome to come out and meet Carly and wish her the very best for the Rose of Tralee Festival. And uh, there's uh, a Breakthrough to Creativity Show by uh, Jean Ironton and it runs August nineteenth to September the eighth, and the website is Breakthrough to Creativity Show.com slash crack. And uh, on there she's interviewing a load of Irish creative people from all around the world and the arti- artistic process. Uh, with a view to helping them make creativity a valid career path. So uh, check out that work that Jean is doing. The summer camps are still going. Maureen is back in town. And uh, next week, it is on at the Montgomery Inn, down there on Dundas Street in Toronto. And then August 13th, it's at the Legion at Todd Morton Branch, and that's on Pape Avenue. August 20th, it's at the Museum of Steam and Technology, And the 27th, it is back at Montgomery's Inn. And uh, you can get in touch with Maureen M. O'Leary, 2001, at rogers.com. Or give her a ring, 416-446-6993. And I heard from uh, Maureen earlier in the show, and she's just back from an old trip to to Leitrim.
4: Sounds like she was all over Leitrim, but the Connacht flower was on in Ballinamore, and she said she was there, and she was all over the place, and she uh, also wanted to let us know that for the summer camps, that the theme for, for the summer camps is Wicklow, Killar, Leash, and Offaly, leash. and there are still a few spots available, so um, make sure you oh jump God. on that.
3: Huh?
4: Leash. I'm very curious about the leash
3: one morning. I, yeah, I am too. Very good. Well done, Maureen, and all the hard work that you put into that. And don't forget, the 6th Annual Eamon O'Loughlin Memorial Golf Gathering is happening on Saturday, September the 15th, up there at Caledon Woods. It's a 1 p.m. shotgun start, and it's a four-person best ball, men's, women's, and mixed. It's $150 each, which includes your golf, your cart, and your dinner. To sign up, send Cormac and an email at Cormac, O- at Rogers.com and Sinn Fein friends of Sinn Fein want you to save the date for November 10th when they'll have the Sinn Fein president Mary Lou MacDonald in town well folks that's the Guinness Community Calendar of Events if you have an event coming up please send me an email ken at saturdayirishradio.com and you can check out all the events on our radio uh, website saturdayirishradio.com
4: lovely well, I don't know if I mentioned to you, but, um, <clears throat> or to our listeners earlier, but I have had a guest with me this week, and uh, his name is um, Emmett Scott. And on, Emmett's Amos. from Atlone, and he's a caddy down at the uh, Canadian Open. So if you're down at the Canadian Open, he's caddying for a golfer by the name of Ethan Tracy. Same surname and spelling as yourself. He is. And um, anyway, Ethan just teed off there, and on the very first hole, he bombed it up the middle. And he hold his second shot for a two on the par four. An um, eagle start. There you go. And he's only four shots off the lead now. An Irishman on
3: the bag there from Lone. Emmett will be taking all the credit for that. Oh, yeah. We yeah. met Emmett <laughs> a few years ago, and uh, we did the show live from Florida. And we met him watching the Six Nations rugby match that Good. day. <laughs> imagine. So there uh, yeah. you go small, small world. world anyway
4: yeah. you'll small see him wearing world. this bucket hat and uh, you know let an owl yelp at him and say come on Westmead he'd love it
3: <laughs> he'd love that alright yeah absolutely alright We bit of music
7: and Be Maravi,
3: le Kaju Jay, Maravi. Ah, yeah, beautiful. Now the Kaju Yes, did you recognize that one? I did, yeah. A good man. Daniel O'Donnell. Was it? That was Daniel, yeah. We oh. oui, Daniel. You raise me up. Yeah, lovely, you raise me up. And again, we'll, uh, we've dedicated the show there to Millie a 100 years age of age today. Good girl, Millie. Young, and I'm sure <coughs> she has raised a few up over the years, huh? I'd with say she's some work. great stories now. Oh, mighty. mighty I wouldn't say,
4: give now to spend an hour to
3: have a chat with her. I tell you, it will be something now. Yeah. We didn't get an invite to the party anyway.
4: Uh, it might still it might happen now, now. You never know. It you might never happen
3: never now. You never know. Good luck <laughs> anyway tonight, Retta and uh, and Mammy. Yeah. And enjoy your day with the family. And uh, and anyway, so there you go. Uh, Ireland's women's hockey team. Imagine that. What now, a not, story. not the hockey that we know out here now. Yeah. It's, the other, it's our Appealed. hockey, European hockey over there. They have made it through, they've qualified with a game to spare, believe it or not, into the quarterfinals of the of the World Championships over there in it's London. Amazing story. Yeah, it is yeah. really good. And what's really amazing about it is they are an amateur team in against a bunch of professionals. And it's uh, it's fascinating. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're the the second lowest ranking team in the tournament. Incredible. So, fair play to them. Hopefully Big win they against go India, now. didn't they? India, 1-0 against India, yeah, and they beat the Americans as Savage. well. Savage, yeah. All right, folks, thanks for listening. That's another wow. hour gone, if you can believe it. And uh, we'll go out here with uh, the lads from Galway, We Banjo 3, and the uh, track from their new album, their self titled that same title album, Haven. Enjoy it, and we'll chat to you next week. Slong go for it. Slán.
1: Lay down your weapons and lay down with me we will stare at the stars And think what life could be of memories We'll leave them where they lie Could we make a choice For love and joy The moon lights a path We can travel down the river runs wild with water aside for you and
0: Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.